right, welcome to Your Time, Your Money, the show where your time is just as valuable as your money, and we know that. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I'm excited. Adam Jones is with us in the here house I am. today. Yes, glad to be here. Yeah, excellent. Yeah. You got the invite. I did. I did. Uh, <laughs> yep. Well, it was in my junk mail, but uh, <laughs> well, the cool thing is, is, is you're you're coming into mid series. We're doing yep. a series on social security planning and and claiming at certain ages and all the advantages to claim at certain ages. So we just came off one with Justin uh, talking about claiming at sixty two, and today we're going to be covering claiming social security at your fra. Yep. The fra, right? Not fra de lo diablo, right? What's right. that? What's that dish or whatever? <laughs> it's a little spicy. <laughs> fra, yes. full retirement age. Yep. So uh, for most people, they don't understand what the full retirement age is, right? Yeah, and it, it's, a lot of that has to do with the fact that it, it's uh, different for a lot of different people, uh, just based on the year you were born. Yeah, it's a trick question, right? Yep. It's like what's your what, what's your full retirement age or what's your fra, and for every person, it might be different. Yep. Right, yep. and and uh, Social Security bases that off of the year they were born. Mm-hmm. Right. Which, by the way, right, is actually a form of reform. Yep. Right. You know, it's people talk about there needs to be reform in Social Security. There needs to be, you know, this massive change or whatever. But but part of reform is, you know, when they moved full retirement age for a lot of people from 65 years old Mm -hmm. to 67 or any any gradient in between there. Right. And And that's part of reform that I think listeners need to understand is the government can do that again to help sure up the system. Sure. Yep. You know, right now, you know, that full retirement age is, is 67. You know, it's, it's the max it can be, I believe, at this point. Yeah. Uh, but they could change that to 70. Yeah. Right. Maybe for our kids or our grandkids. Right? And a lot, of, a lot of that, too, you know, of course, is the, the difference in the fact that humans are living longer. Um, you know, whether they, you know, sometimes people like to work longer than, than they, than they, you know, than somebody else. So a lot of that has to do with that as well. But, yeah, the reform um, allows to put more money in the uh, in the Social Security bank, if you will. Yeah, and you know, just part part of it. So so let's dive into it. Yeah, and we'll, we'll flip that I'm over. Flip this. Get, get started here. I so you know, so really, you know, the benefits to claiming it at sixty five or sixty seven, whatever your full retirement age. Let's just say sixty seven for the purpose of conversation sure. yep. right now. For a lot of people listening, it might be sixty six and three months or whatever. Yeah, the, the old sixty six you know, and eight months. Yeah, but you yeah. know, but but I think. The one thing we always emphasize is the main reason to consider full retirement age or beyond is specifically so that your spouse can maximize their benefits, right? Yeah, yeah. You know, um, that is one of the issues with not waiting until full retirement age. Um, If you have a spouse, you know, again, if someone's over their lifetime of working has made a lot more, significantly more than the other um, uh, person, uh, what ends up happening is is that the um, you can get more money essentially when someone when everybody waits till full retirement age. Yeah, yeah, you have a major breadwinner a lot of times in 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 a household, mm-hmm. and by that major breadwinner deferring to their full retirement age, they're maximizing their return for their spouse, yeah, or or survivor or you know whatever that might be. Um, and the other reason that people may want to wait is maybe they're still transitioning into retirement and they're still earning money. Yep. Right. And and it, prior to full retirement age, so prior to 67, if you earn too much money, they can take Social Security back from you. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, and that's that's the thing. Right. Again, I, I as I said, some people enjoy working. Some people have to work in order to make ends meet. But for those that like to enjoy working using that scenario, uh, they're they're almost they're penalized if they claim earlier than full retirement age. 
on what they can earn. Without- yeah, they're, they're capped at like 22, 320 or something along that line. So every $2 over that amount, they're going to take a dollar back from Social Security benefit. Yeah. Right. It gets incorporated in later on. Uh, but that, you know, that that's important to know. So you may not want to claim at 62 because you may be still working. And by claiming you've deemed you've, you've deemed your filing. So you can't go back and change it. Right. So once you've made that decision, then you are basically saying, hey, I'm going to go forward with this. So you might have part of your Social Security benefit removed from you if you're making 40000 a year. Yep. Right. And then have to wait to get that incorporated back into your into your Social Security benefit later. So, you know, 67 does open up the doors a lot. Right. There are some limits for what you can make that year you turn your full retirement age. We're not going to get into the specifics of that. Right. It's a little too far in the weeds. But but I, I would encourage listeners, if you're looking at filing and claiming at 67 or your full retirement age, definitely reach out to us to schedule a consultation centered around Social Security planning and your other assets to, to, to know what you can earn, to know what your benefit is, and, and one, to, to know whether it's a good idea to do it at that point. Right, right. Yep. And, you know, and, and claiming at your full retirement age, most people try to center that around the fact that Medicare is available at 65. Right. Your work plan may still be covering you and Medicare may be the second. Yep. Right. Because you're still working. But a lot of people wait because Medicare a lot of times is tied to Social Security as far as the payment of it. Yep. Right. So so that may be the reason that you're waiting is because that extra increase in your Social Security benefit is paying for your health care. Yeah, you know, that's a that you know, when when we're looking at we're doing planning and we look at all types of uh, the expenses on a monthly basis going out, um, being able to absorb that cost uh, is extremely helpful um, during the course of, of retirement income distribution planning. Yeah, I mean, so. you're talking hundreds of dollars a month in, in medical expenses, um, you know, whether it's Medicare premiums, whether it's Advantage plan premiums. Yep. Um, you know, obviously, we have that podcast on, on Medicare planning that Candy did as a guest speaker. So I would encourage listeners to go back and listen to that, you know, as far as Medicare and, and the costs associated with it. But by waiting till full retirement age, you've, you've maximized your monthly money that can offset those costs. Mm-hmm. You know, which are the main things. Um, you know, the, the other things too. You know, the nice thing about it is, if you're not ready to retire, and you're 67 and you claim, is you can have that Social Security com- income coming in and earn unlimited after right. your full retirement age. And if you're the type of person that says, "Hey, I'm going to work to 70 because I like what I'm doing," or, or later, yep. you know, if your benefits 40,000 a year, say, you could bank that. Yeah. Yeah, it's and again that goes right back to the retirement income distribution strategy. You know, when someone does get ready to to retire, it's not like all of the savings that they have all of a sudden get taken out, right? You still need to have uh, investments for the future, and this can be a great vehicle to to capitalize on that. Yeah, or it could also start paying for your estate plan. Right. Right. You're triggering it at that age where, where maybe you don't need it or there's the additional monthly coming in because you waited mm-hmm. can also maybe allow you to do an estate plan that involves long term care, riders on insurance, allows you to pay for, you know, a will, a trust, you know, yeah. things that don't necessarily have to come out of pocket because you delayed. So now you have that extra money coming in. Um, so there's a lot of benefits of that extra cash flow coming in and tidying up your estate that a lot of people would have to spend out of pocket if they claimed at 62, mm-hmm. right? Because if your benefit is $2,500 a month at, at 67, and maybe it's only $1,700 a month at 62, there might not be enough mo- monthly money coming in to help with some of those expenses for right. the costs that you want to do, yep. right? Uh, or the other thing that it can do is it it can maximize your gifting, 
right? Yep. I mean, if you've waited and you don't need it, maybe that gets refunneled into uh, some type of trust vehicle or wealth transfer vehicle uh, or just the travel slush fund, right? For the sure. kids and, kids and grandkids. I was going to say, yeah, the things for grandkids, right? Um, hoping to pay for education, things like that for grandkids. Yeah, sure. so you know, so I think we did a good job. Uh, you know, the last episode talking about claiming at sixty-two. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, all the benefits for your full retirement age that you you know that's the actual amount that you earned on your work history. So you're getting full value for your dollars that you put in in the Social Security system. And uh, you know, I would encourage clients that if you're planning on retiring at sixty-five or sixty-seven when you're for full retirement age, uh, please call us for a consultation. Any other yeah. things you want to add about claiming at sixty-seven? I think we did a good job. Um, you know, I, I was just thinking that you know, a, a lot of times the decisions sometimes come from you know health concerns and health issues. Um, you know, if there's not longevity in the family. Um, you know, beyond a certain age. Um, it also just helps to, again, continue to build at full retirement age all of those aspects we've talked about today, really. Yeah, if, look, you know, most people coming out of college, if they're getting a state job, maybe they're landing in the state job about 26, 27 years old, mm-hmm. right? Somewhere, somewhere in that ballpark. And they're usually working about 35 years. Well, where's that put you? That puts you really close to 65. Yeah. You know, I mean, time with your with your pension plan and time with your other other planning that's there. So I'd encourage you to reach out to the SC Group at 43 British American Boulevard in Latham, New York, 12110. You can reach us at 844-444-YTYM, yourtimeyourmoney.net for all our episodes. Uh, like and subscribe uh, and share this with a friend. But, you know, 67 may be the age for you. And as always, it's your time, your money. Adam Jones, Matthew Trillo, Mark Esley, Financial Advisors, 43 British American Boulevard, First Floor, Latham, New York, 12110, 518-724-5004. Cetera Investors is a marketing name of Cetera Investment Services. Securities and insurance products are offered through Cetera Investment Services, LLC, member FINRA SIPC. Advisory services are offered through Cetera Investment Advisors, LLC. Cetera is under separate ownership from any other named entity. Special thanks, Chris Conlin, owner and craftsman, Skulls and Sawdust, 518-852-3673, skullsandsawdust at gmail.com. Special thanks to Bobby Chase and Jeff Carlson of Next Evolution Media, 518-879-1779, bobbychase84 at gmail.com. And last but not least, a very special thanks to our families for sacrificing many hours to let us see the vision through its reality. This material has been prepared for informational purposes only and is not tailored towards any particular individual investment objectives or financial situation. This is not intended to be an offer or solicitation to purchase any security or insurance product. Cetera representatives do not provide legal, tax, or estate planning services. Should you require such service, you should consult a legal, tax, or estate planning professional. A diversified portfolio does not assure a profit or protect against loss in a declining market. Rebalancing may be a taxable event. Before you take any specific actions, be sure to consult with your tax advisor. The views and opinions expressed in this episode are not necessarily the views and opinions of Cetera Investment Services. Any recommendations mentioned in this episode are meant for educational purposes only and should not be construed as advice or personal recommendations. Always consult your financial advisor, tax advisor, and attorney for details related to your specific goals and objectives. Investments have risk and can lose value. They are not FDIC insured. The situations presented are hypothetical to illustrate key topics and should not be construed as actual client situations or experiences. 
The Esley Group operates under Satara Investors and is responsible for the production of this show. All views and opinions are solely that of the Esley Group. You should always obtain a perspective when available prior to investing to know your risks, costs, and fees associated with the investments. Satara Investors is a marketing name of Satara Investment Services. Securities and insurance is offered through Satara Investment Services, LLC, member of FINRA, SIPC. Advisory services offered through Satara Investment Advisor, LLC. Satara is under separate ownership from any other entity named. 43 British American Boulevard, first floor, Latham, New York, 12110. Phone number 518-724-5004. Individuals affiliated with this broker-dealer firm are either registered representatives who offer only brokerage services or receive transaction-compensated commissions, investment advisor representatives who offer only investment advisory services and receive fee-based on assets, or both registered representatives and investment advisor representatives who can offer both types of services.